When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. pretty bad but we're gonna put it out dude we, kathleen for some reason i was trying my best to be in sync with you but we, <laughs> you were always like two seconds behind me it's the, the struggle of social distancing if we were together we would have crushed that 100 percent. So, okay anyways welcome back everyone <laughs> hopefully you didn't stop listening <laughs> before that hard intro we are back with another episode of my favorite episode of Today, you got me, Julie. You got Julie. You got Kathleen, and you got, you got producer me. Matt. Hey. And producer Matt. We are all six plus feet apart, missing each other like crazy. More so, Big time. you know, me missing Kathleen because Matt's my brother and I see him all the time. Hey. <laughs> but today, we are talking about Kathleen. It's the quarantine edition. <laughs> We are talking about things that are keeping us alive during quarantine, mostly TV, movies, whatever you want. We're also going to talk about our top five theme songs just as something fun. You know? Because, like, why not mix it up a little bit? Why not have a little, like, sprinkle a little fun in there? Yeah, right? Mix it all together and you got fun. Before we talk about the TV stuff, I, I do have to say that I heard this on another podcast and I related to it in my soul. But uh, someone said... There's never been a virus that I've been 100% certain that I have every morning when I wake up with no actual signs than COVID-19, and uh, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone is just convincing themselves that they have it. The like, second I have an itch in my throat, I'm like, this is the end. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got I to gotta self-quarantine. I can't see anybody or anything for 14 days. Yeah. I'll wake up with, like, a headache and be like, well, that has to be one of the signs. Yeah. I was, I'm for like, a while, because one of the big um, symptoms is, like, losing your sense of taste and smell. So I have a candle next to my bed. I'll just, every morning I turn over and smell it, and I'm like, nice. 
<laughs> I already don't have a sense of smell. Really? really? Yeah, I truly do not have a sense of smell. I can't smell anything. But anyways, I could sit here and tell everyone how I don't know how to smell anything, but that's not fun. So <laughs> we are going to talk about what we've been doing so far this quarantine besides watching episodes that our guests pick. I feel like I've been laying around doing nothing a lot and just watching stuff that I had Well, you're doing your part, you know? Right, I am. I am. <laughs> so, um do you want me to start of what I've been watching? Do you guys want to start? How do you want to do this? You go. Go ahead. You you kick it off. All right. I have watched Big Little Lies season 2. And what are your thoughts? Wasn't as impressed as I was with season one. Sure. This season really stressed me out for some reason. There was big drama around this season because they had a female director. Probably going to butcher this because I read that this article like a year ago. But they had a female um, director. And then after it was all shot, they like scratched like 70% of it or something. And brought. I don't know if they brought Jean-Marc back because John Marks, who did the first season, mm-hmm. but I think they brought him back to, like, do some reshoots, re-editing, all that stuff, and there was, like, big drama, because it was, I mean, it's basically an all-female cast. They had a female director. It was very, like, good for the movement, and then all yeah. of a sudden, they were like, ah, <laughs> not great. We're going to bring in John Mark again, which, yeah. I mean, he's the best, so right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was good, and if there's going to be a third season, I'll watch it for sure, but... I did not think it was as good as season one. I just, I just, I'm a Reese and Shailene Woodley girl, and, like, I love Nicole Kidman, but I don't care for her storylines that much on this. I mean, in season one, it was obviously, like, an integral part. But season two, I was like, okay. And Meryl wasn't as likable as I would like her no, to be. Oh, that's what I was so. going to say. Like, I love Meryl Streep, and in, the, in her character in this, I was like, ugh, I could do without Yeah. Her. I actually just want to take a moment to brag um, and if you haven't watched Big Little Lies yet and you plan on watching it, just skip past this. I called that Nicole Kidman's husband was Shailen Woodson's – is that her name? Woodson? Woodson. What's her last name? Woodley. Woodley. Um, Shailene Woodson. I'm a huge fan, if you can't tell. I called that her uh, rapist was her, her husband before it was it came out. Nice. That's yep. good. Everyone who read the book knew it, and then somebody spoiled it for me. I My director at work said something, and I was like, what? No. Yeah, like that pre- sucks. Like, that she heard it was that. I'm like, why would you say that to me? Yeah, you motherfucker. I know. I Actually, it's actually really creepy. I <laughs> picked it up because, like, when they show that scene of, like, it happening, how aggressive it was, I was like, dude, that's totally her husband. Like, 100%. That's how I, like, yeah. picked up on that. But, Damn! Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, so I watched that. Let's not make the whole episode about Big Little Eyes. I also started Shit's Creek. Ah, uh, amazing. Hilarious. Like, so yeah. good. I'm actually really pissed I didn't watch it. Was it a Comedy Central show? No. Well, they um, played the finale on Comedy Central. Oh, when really? did the finale did come out? Like, Very recently? recently yeah. yeah, it was on Comedy yeah. Central. They stopped The Office and put on the season finale and then went back to The Office. And that's why I was like, oh, I didn't realize this show was, like, on TV. And that's a show that uh, quite a few guests have almost picked. Yeah. Like I'm only on season one. I'm only a couple episodes in. But, like, 
it like cracks me up. The siblings. Oh, David's the best character. David, in history. but his sister's hilarious yeah. too. Alexis. Yeah, so that's another good one. If you haven't watched that, I would recommend watching it. Although I'm late to like every party, so I'm sure everyone has watched it. One um, of my quarantine purchases was an Ooh David t-shirt. Oh my god, I love it. I actually was thinking of you the whole time because when we had David on the podcast and you kept saying yeah. David. David. I've also finished, well, not finished because it's still happening, but started watching uh, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Really good. Highly recommend it. I'm like, I ride for Reese Witherspoon. Even if she sucks as a character on a show, I'm like still like, yes. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm a Reese ride or die as well. Yeah, so um, another good one that I uh, I recommend. Little, Little Fires, Fires is on my list to watch once it's all released, so I can binge all ten right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it I, all out yet? No. And then lastly, I've been <laughs> binging Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Because that will be an episode down the line, so. If you want to be ahead uh, of the game, I recommend binging it as well so you know what we're talking about in the next few weeks when we have an episode released about that. Yeah, it's so cute. I fucking love it. Yeah, I, I like it too. It's like um, a little cringiness to it, like some of like the stuff that happens. I was texting you guys about it, and we'll talk about it when we do the actual episode. But it also yeah. gives me like Glee vibes, and I was actually like a big fan of Glee. I know a lot of people weren't, but like I just love good singing and music so um, you're a glee head yeah gleek i actually never finished it once they like i i've i think a lot of people are like this when you have like an original cast and you just like love them and then it's like they kind of like be like oh well they're going away to college and now we have a brand new cast and you don't love the new cast you're kind of like yeah and that's how like you fall off and that's kind of what happened there like they still follow the old cast but i was like this isn't giving me what like i'm getting bored feel it's like degrassi yeah. who's manny who's manny who is that i don't know <laughs> all right kathleen passing it off to you <clears throat> what have you been watching all right so i've been binging things that i've already seen that's been my like playbook this whole um quarantine so i'm re-binging things i don't usually have the time to rewatch, although I want to be rewatching all of my favorite shows all at once, all the time. And another thing is like binging a show I know I already love is going to bring me joy. Where all these this uncertain times we are in, like I can't handle starting a new show and then just being like, "Fuck, I put all this time in and I don't like the show," etc. So I got Matt into producer Matt into I Zombie, which is I binge that so fucking fast, like a week and a half five seasons um i could spend hours trying to convince the the listeners to watch the show it's really good matt do you agree yeah i'm going to talk about a couple shows that i watched on your suggestion and i think mm -hmm. that was the best of the suggestions for sure i really yeah. got invested in iZombie. Yeah, so just a little quick iZombie, and we might do an episode down the road, who knows, but basically um, she's a resident, like a kick-ass resident at a hospital, obviously, and she goes to a boat party and um, gets infected with a zombie virus. She becomes a zombie, but nobody knows she's a zombie, so she quits her job, gets a job at the morgue. She then eats the brains of dead people and then helps the police solve their murders because she gets visions of the brain she eats. So oh, I it's like that. 
Yeah, and it's really cute. So she basically plays a different character every episode because she, when she eats a brain, she takes on the personality traits of the brain she eats. So it is just so funny. And like any kind of superhero show, you're waiting for her loved ones to find out she's a zombie and like she's keeping it from them. It's really good. Yeah, that sounds a little bit like Pushing Daisies. It's like Pushing Daisies mixed with Psych. Is like the best yeah. way that I could The do. next one I took on is The 100, which is another CW show I'm obsessed with. That one, I'm still working on. I'm on the last season. But the the last season of the whole show, like the series ending season, comes out in May. So I'm binging that really quick. So that's good. I'm also binging Parenthood, um, which is like a good, feel-good show. It's one of my favorite shows in the world zoe's infinite playlist or extraordinary playlist i don't know why i keep calling it is that, that a what's movie? that movie because nick and Nora's yeah. infinite playlist. okay yes. I, i've been zoe's doing the same thing kathleen and i'm like and i keep thinking of zoe de chanel and that's why but i'm thinking of 500 days or isn't it 500 days of summer yeah not yeah, that we're just like totally <laughs> yeah, we're butchering everything <laughs> we're just mixing everything together yeah and then um, I binged Ozark, which, like, one through three. I've been putting it off for some reason. Like, I don't know. I just don't know that I would have been into Jason Bateman in a role like this. But I liked it enough. I didn't – I wasn't in love with it, but it was a good watch. I know it's, like, some people's favorite show in the world, but we can debate that. Whoever wants to debate that with me, they can. But another quick thing, I'm, I'm going to hashtag add this. Um, Quibi just dropped in the beginning of April – which is like an app made specifically for your phone, so content for your phone. And all the episodes are like five to ten minutes, which is really easy to watch, and I'm obsessed. So I have four shows I'm going to pitch. Dishmantled is one, which is a cooking show. I kind of picked four different like genres of shows. So Dishmantled is Titus from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, who is so funny. And he brings on two celebrities to be the guest, and then two chefs come on and they explode a meal on them they're blindfolded and they explode a fully cooked meal onto their faces and bodies and they have to like eat it off the floor (laughs) blindly and figure out what they taste and then they have 30 minutes to to recreate that dish and whoever recreates it the best wins five thousand dollars it's really interesting sounds insane it's funny yeah it's really funny um then there's survive with sophie turner it starts off seeming like a drama and then it turns into a thriller which is crazy but it's sophie turner with an american accent i don't want to give anything away because it'll spoil it all thanks a million is a tearjerker so 10 celebrities get a hundred thousand dollars to give to somebody who made has made a big impact in their life. And then that person has to pay it forward and take 50000 of that and give it to someone who impacted their life. And then they have to take twenty five, and that's where, like, uh, the chain ends. But it's I cry at every single episode. It's so good. Oh, that actually sounds really good. It's a winner, that one. That one's really good. How much is Quibi? So Quibi, it was free for 90 days. Oh. And then four ninety nine a month. So I'm just binging oh, a that's bunch. Not bad at all. Yeah, not yeah bad. I'll probably keep it because what's four ninety nine with all the other subscriptions I fucking pay for a month. And then the last one is Fifty States of Fright, which is just like scary stories from all fifty states. So it's cool. Right. So that's me. That's what I've been doing. Wait, Matt. Before we uh, kick it over to Matt, we have to mention that Killing Eve 
is back. Oh, I, I have that written oh. down. Yeah, Killing Eve started back up. We should also mention uh, on the Tiger King episode, we told Bacon that he would join us when the newest episode dropped, but um, newest episode really doesn't give us a whole lot to dissect or talk about. The newest episode was ass. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I couldn't even watch it. Me and my parents sat down to watch it for like five minutes and i was like i have to go upstairs i can't sit through this it's so bad yeah uh me and kenny watched it and like immediately we were like what the fuck is this like like you did i did like that like you did get their perspectives and almost all of them even the ones that you like portrayed that were like wow they ride for joe were like justice is served like he deserves to be there he needs to be there (laughs) so that was the only thing that i enjoyed was like them being like straight up and like telling the truth but um besides that it it bummed me out because i love joel McHale, <coughs> and i was like this is not the right usage of joel McHale. <laughs> no no <laughs> all right so i've got a long list but i'm gonna make try to make it as short as i can uh we already mentioned i zombie watched i zombie i liked it a lot the other kathleen recommend was the scream tv series which Woo! Which I enjoyed for the most part, but the third season is the worst season of television I've ever seen in my life. So definitely, for the record, I never even watched yeah, the third season. Yeah, avoid season three; it's trash. Speaking of Joel McHale, the last season of Community was made available on Netflix, and I'd never watched it because it was airing on some weird like Yahoo streaming service I didn't feel like paying for. But it was very, very good, and reminded me that I might pick an episode of Community one day for like a my favorite episode of. Uh, I watched The Santa Clarita Diet, which is a very dumb premise, and I I hate the show's concept, but I also hate that I think the dialogue is so funny and witty. Newest season of Nailed It came out. It was like the perfect, just positive, funny show for me to watch at the start of the quarantine. I'm working my way through the Gilmore Girls, watching a BBC show called The Toast of London, uh, which is very, very funny, uh, super offensive. It's about a egotistical voice actor who's trying to make it big, but, like, it's just weird. He he has, like, an arch nemesis in the acting world because he continues to sleep with his arch nemesis wife all the time. It's the most recent episode I watched. They're battling against each other in a charity event that is called the B-List Celebrities and Prostitutes Blow Football charity for homeless <laughs> ponies so it's just it's a weird weird show uh kathleen notified me that there was a scrubs podcast so i've been doing a scrubs rewatch and listening to that and it's delightful uh it's the actors who played turk and jd uh who are real best friends in real life are literally watching each episode one at a time and giving you all like the behind the scenes of what's going on there and then they also have Fans of the show call in every episode to ask questions. I have that. a question. So I was going to do, a scr- since all we have is fucking time, and I've never <laughs> seen Scrubs, I was going to start it from the beginning, but how would you suggest doing that with the podcast? Should I just binge the whole thing and then start listening to the podcast, or should I watch episode one, listen to the podcast? Because I don't want the podcast to spoil me for down the road. So far, they've been pretty good. Like, all that they've, like, quote-unquote spoiled is, like, Zach will mention, like, I was an actor and then I directed the Wizard of Oz episode. Or, like, he'll say, like, random stuff like that. But they don't go yeah. into details of, like, and then this character dies. But, like, like they don't do okay. anything like that. Okay. It's caused me to start researching, like, re-researching Scrubs. And uh, the show shines a really cool light on the fact that 
to this day still like i think it was like three months ago they put out a new article that was in the entire history of medical television scrubs is still the most medically accurate show that's ever been produced and that was because they had doctors and comedians working together in the writer's room they said i will i will spoil well i talked about it on the episode but they killed those three patients in that like one of the first episodes and they were interviewing the creator and he made a comment that i never thought of with scrubs was that he said so many medical shows be it medical dramas or medical comedies or whatever the whole conceit is for an hour it's all this drama and then at the end like there's a bow tied on everything and they get to leave happy and we did the inverse where the whole show is goofy until the second that they have to step out of the hospital and then it becomes a very somber downbeat moment because no matter how much fun they have at work, they have to go home knowing that they let somebody down and someone died. Hmm. He was like, that's just from every doctor we interviewed was like, yeah, you know, you have fun goofing around with your friends so you don't think about how bad things are. But as soon as you leave the building, you're alone with your thoughts and are reminded of all the people that you failed. And then not TV related, but on the Disney Plus app, I've been just rocking my way through some really weird like 70s live action Disney movies. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have been rewatching a lot of classic Disney movies on Disney Plus, which I nice. forgot to mention. What so. was the one that you were, which one like didn't live up to your childhood memories, and which one like exceeded your childhood memories? Damn, put me on the spot, eh? I'm not gonna lie, every Disney movie that I watch as an adult, I still love as much as a child. So I, yeah. I obviously watched a Goofy movie too because classic. how could you not? I would say. Probably Lady and the Tramp. For I didn't like as much okay. as an adult. And that's a short one too. It's like yeah. an hour and like. But two I minutes. I wasn't um like I know a lot of people shit on the remake. I didn't think the remake was that bad. Before we get into the next topic, I do want to just uh bring up two other movies that we didn't I didn't binge, but we watched during quarantine. So like the second or third weekend of quarantine, me and Kenny were just like we can't do this anymore. Let's just rent movies and spend stupid money on them because we're in quarantine. And it just <laughs> feels like the right thing to do. So we thought we rented and we actually bought the movie Good Boys on Amazon Prime. Fucking hilarious. I'm actually not mad that we spent $20 on it <laughs> because we loved it and we watched it like three times in the same weekend. Like it is so funny. We were laughing the entire time. So if you have not seen Good Boys yet, I highly recommend watching it. We actually then found out that it was free on HBO. So (laughs) if you are uh, subscribed to HBO, it's on HBO. And then the second movie that we rented that we... Kenny was, like, real dramatic about how much he hated it. I didn't think it was that bad, but we rented The Invisible Man. I liked it. I thought it was okay. Um, I liked it. I, me and Matt, Matt, you saw it in theaters too, right? Yeah, that was that and Onward yeah. were the last two I saw before the theaters got got. Yeah, we. I mean, I didn't think it was terrible. Kenny acted like it was the worst movie he's ever seen, but Matt, you know, you can vouch on how can dramatic be, Kenny yeah, can, he can be. be dramatic. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay. I wasn't like, wow, this was great, but I thought it was, I thought it was decent. I just don't like that that late that woman as an actress like she oh. scares me more than movies elizabeth Ma- i mean yeah she i like it that she's not your typical lead like she doesn't look like your typical lead and i like that she like literally like scared me <laughs> i don't want us to do this right now on here but i definitely want us to do another one of these uh if the quarantine continues the way that we think it probably will 
because one of the things that I've never really experienced is the Disney Channel original movies, and I've been working my way through them. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to do another one of these where you guys can tell me your top five Disney Channel original movies so I oh, know what yes. I should be watching. Yes. Instead of that, let's do our top five TV show theme songs like we were talking about doing. Okay, so. So here's how I want to do the theme songs. I'm going to borrow from the way that uh, past guest Ashley Robinson does top fives every once in a while on Geek History Lesson is we'll go in a circle doing our five and then our four and then our three. Feel free to chime in with your opinions on people's picks. If it's also on your list, you can always say that will be on my list later, but try not to reveal where it is on your list. Okay, so we're starting with five. Yeah, we'll start with you on five and we'll work our way up. Okay, so I actually have um, (laughs) an honorable mention. I do too. I'm going to save that for after. Okay. okay. Me as well. I just did this list. (laughs) While we were recording. While we were recording because I, mi- <laughs> I mixed you up. You have one job, Jewels. We had one homework assignment. <laughs> I, I mixed up what we were doing. I'm really sorry. Okay, so for me, number five, the Hannah Montana theme song. Oh, like the one that you <laughs> sang earlier. Yes. You should have to sing a little bit of the theme. All right. I'll play, about, okay. I'll play it underneath So we'll do like it. expectation versus reality. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So expectation of the Hannah Montana theme song. You get the limo out front. Ooh, hostiles every shoe, every color. Not when you're famous, it can be kind of fun. So, what is it about the song that you like so much? Uh, well, one, I will listen to Hannah Montana until I die. I actually might, at my wedding, request the song True Friend and have me and Kathleen just do like a spiritual dance together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like in Romeo and Michelle's like yes. <laughs> You're a true, <laughs> true friend. I just like love it. I actually, it just brings me back to like being a 13-year-old girl, like geeky with braces, just like watching Miley Cyrus thinking she was the best thing in the entire world, which I still kind of think that, but yeah, so love it. Okay, so the way I did this was theme songs that I never skip when I'm watching a show. So I thought about that. Most of these ones are, like, truly iconic. So, of course, I cheated. I have honorable mentions, but I have a tie for fifth, and which is um, because I paired them together. Um, so Game of Thrones and American Horror Story, neither of them have words um, so I kind of paired them together as like, I can remember watching the first season of American Horror Story with that like, <laughs> like creepy, I like you were here to see the face that Julie's making at this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get, I agree with the Game of Thrones, but I just go, keep going. <laughs> so I just think it was like iconic for the time. Like it was creepy and weird and freaked everybody out. And I can remember being like. 16 watching the first season being just scared and i was like this is good this is this is doing its job so american horror story um i don't even know how i like besides the i'm not sure how i would word it and then and that's that oh my god i just that's my number five so mine, as I'm looking at the list, is really weird because, you know, I've got five and then an honorable mention. And only one of these five is like a show that I like ride or die for. Mm-hmm. And then the rest are just like 
Yeah, I just really like that thing. Yeah. Song. Well, yeah, I'm, mine's kind of the same. You got a couple of those? Yeah. Okay, so my number five is the Laverne and Shirley theme song. Which is? We're gonna do it. Give us any chance to take it. Give us any room to bring it. We're gonna make our dreams come Doing it our way. Matt just wow, shitty. you've got a good voice, Matt. Uh, that's not true, but thank you. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> we already know. Wow, you've got a good voice, Jules. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of Laverne and Shirley, but that theme song pops up in so much stuff. I know that, like Wayne's World, they do a parody to the entire Laverne and Shirley theme mm-hmm. at one point, and I just, I've, as a kid who listens to a lot of punk music, there's like four different bands that have covered the Laverne and Shirley theme. So it's just a song that's always stuck with me. So I yeah. put that on there. Love it. All right, number four. I put the Friends theme song, I'll Be There For You. All right, so, I got my hands oh ready. Oh, my God, I was literally just going to say, guys, don't let me down. So no one told you life was going to be this way. I don't even know what he says there. Love Your love life's DOA, dead, yeah, dead, dead on, on arrival. arrival. Oh, I just <laughs> I just mumbled something. That's what I do when I don't know words to stuff. Just because, so this is obviously, Friends is one of my favorite shows. I can watch Friends all day and not get sick of it. I'm like weirdly emotionally attached to all of the characters in Friends. <laughs> so. I mean, I think that that's what a good sitcom does. Yeah. You know I mean, like a good show, you are just invested in the lives of every character. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it just like gets me hype. I mean, I can't watch it and not clap. And when I hear the song, like I just picture them like fountain. in the fountain, <laughs> like just doing like a bunch of weird shit, opening the umbrellas. Like, I just love it. Love it. Yeah, that's a really good theme. And and a lot I think a lot of it has to do with like besides the song, like what the actual background is. You yeah. Know? Like mm-hmm. what the what's on screen. Yep. Okay, my number four is Parenthood, as previously mentioned on this podcast. So this is another cheat. I'm cheating again because Parenthood has two theme songs technically. So um <laughs> the um the actual like when it was airing American theme song for Parenthood was Forever Young by Bob Dylan, which is May God bless it, keep you always, and may your wishes all come true. And may you always do for others, and let others do for you, etc., etc. I can tell but you're smiling as you're oh, singing. So oh, I'm, so, I'm smiling so hard. <laughs> it's like, this, this show is just the most feel-good show in the whole world. It's like, I like to explain it as, it's a drama that goes for six seasons and they don't make anything insane happen. Like if you watch one tree Hill, there's a shooting, there's a, there's a storm that like kills people. There's people drive off of a cliff, like, you know what I mean? Or a bridge, whatever it is. Like this show doesn't do any of that. And yet it's still like captivates you. And Oh my God, it's so good. So that, and then, um, and that's the theme has, um, them showing each character and then it shows them as real clips of the actor as a kid you know yeah so the show is about them coming of age growing up there's um four siblings and and their families and then it shows all the little kids and when they were young and it's really cute and then the international theme song so the one you'll hear on on netflix for some of the seasons because of copyrights is when when we were young by lucy schwartz which is i I, honestly it's like i can't even sing it but that's good too i almost didn't put this one on my list so my number four is my favorite show of all time scrubs 
and I was torn about including it because I think that it's almost too short to count as a theme song. It's like that's on my list. Yeah, it's like ten seconds long. Yeah. But there's something so catchy about just the. I think it's because it's catchy, and in two lyrics, it really sums up what the entire thesis of that show is, which mm-hmm. is. I can't do this all on my own. No, I know I'm no Superman. <laughs> it's a whole theme song. But I it, love that though. Yeah. All right, my number three is Gilmore Gilmore Girls. Oh, dude, that song rules. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's Damn enough. you! That is my number three too. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, all right, let's, let's sing yeah. it together. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Ready? One, two, two three. three. <laughs> If you're, right. if you're out on oh, the road, road. Oh, I don't know the beginning. Feeling lonely and so cold. Oh, All you have, have to do is call my name. If you need, you need me to be with you, I will follow. Oh, 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 oh. Where you lead, I'll follow. So I oh, knew- wait, I fucked up. That was my number two, not three, sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Kathleen. That's okay. For you, Kathleen, did you listen to Gilmore Guys? I listened to... um. Uh, select episodes. I didn't listen I, beginning I, to end. I love that every one of their episodes, they force their guests to sing the theme song to end the Oh, episode. do they? I love yeah, that. Every episode, they're like, all right, it's time. And then they just start playing the song and they're like, what's happening? That song is so iconic. <laughs> what a theme song. But and, yeah, that's my number two. Sorry, I fucked that up. And so what's your actual number three? So my number three is One Tree Hill, ah. um, which is Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Wanna Be. Julie, is this on your list? It is. Okay, so let's sing it together. Ready? Well, um, can I just say what one it is then? We might as well. Yeah, there's you might no as well, reason yeah. that we're, we're running long. Let's do it. It's actually my number one. Wow. Because we're going to sing it, but because of where it comes in. So it's not the very beginning. It's like, it's like the slow part of it towards the end where it's like, I don't want to be. Don't want to be anything other than what I'm trying to be lately. Oh, <laughs> and it's like Lucas Scott like dribbling a basketball on like the slow mo dribbling oh, a basketball. Oh my on a break. god! I'm like yes, and I fucking love Gavin DeGraw, so I let's number one for sure. In the finale of the show, the series finale, they brought Gavin DeGraw and did it because Matt, I don't know if you've ever watched One Tree Hill. No. But in the show, they have a a music club called Trick, like a bar a club yeah. called Trick. That's that's a main part of the show, mm-hmm. and they bring Gavin DeGraw to Trick, and and like there's a scene where they're all like in the in the uh, crowd listening. I don't think it's I don't honestly think it's that song. I think it's something else. But he's he um, gets featured a lot in that show. Like the yeah, like, I mean, I, the the One Tree Hill soundtrack is famously like iconic. Yeah. <laughs> so my number three is a show that I remember watching when it was on, but I didn't really have any love for it, and I definitely don't think about it that much. But I've been in three different bands where we covered the theme song, and it goes a little something like this. Yes, no, maybe, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Can you repeat the You're not question? Close to me now. You're not the 
bossing me now. That's on my list. Though. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle, man. That theme song rules. Yeah, that's my. <laughs> I don't that's think I've ever seen that. Before. Oh my God, Frankie Muniz meant everything to me in the '90s. <laughs> And I met him. I know he didn't age well, <laughs> um, but I loved him. Like aging Cody Banks. Woo! Yeah. Wait, Julie, that was on your list too. Yeah, that that was my honorable mention. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, but man, that I. But if you ask me, if you put a gun to my head and asked me to name one plot line in an episode of Malcolm in the Middle, I'd be dead because I don't remember anything on that show. Well, I mean, there wasn't really, like, a plot line. Like, it was almost, like, similar to, like, how Friends is. Like, you could watch it any time and yeah. not be lost. Like, it's just about, like, how crazy their family is. Yeah. My number two was I'm No Superman. Nice. Okay, Scrubs. Yeah. So all mine are done because Yeah, because your posers. Gavin DeGraw was your number one. Mm-hmm. And my right. honorable mention is done. All right. Yeah, you're, you're done. All right, Kathleen, what's your number two? <laughs> Did you ask for my number two? Because that was Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, well, then I'll jump over to my number two which is actually what made me think of this topic in the first place because on last week's Punky Brewster episode, I couldn't remember the lyrics to the Family Matters theme, but I really have always loved the Family Matters theme. It's a rare condition in this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design. In order to find... Uh, but yes, yeah, as much as we love a lot of the other TGIF theme songs, Family Matters was not my favorite show, but I always, always, always made it a point to listen to the Family Matters theme song before I changed the show. <laughs> I know, like, there's sometimes there's shows where, like, I can zoom past, like, especially HBO shows, some of them, because the, in- the introductions are so long. Oh, like, Game of Thrones, I know Kathleen says she doesn't skip them, but when I was binging, I skipped that shit so much because it was, like, a minute and a half I always, before I could get into the next episode. I yeah. Wa- I watch it. always depended on, like, if it was, like, 9.30 and I wanted to go to bed by 10.30, then yeah. it was, like, <laughs> I could just, t- just get rid of five yeah. extra I don't minutes. E- yeah, I don't need this. But, um, <laughs> yes, like... Some of them, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Well, and your number one was the One Tree Hill. Kathleen, what was your number one? My number one is Psych. I Know You Know by the Friendly Indians, which is cool because the show creator, that's his band, and he wrote it. And the other cool thing is, like, you never know which version you're going to get. So there's a shortened and an extended theme. And then they also do, like, special theme songs um, where they have somebody else come in and sing it based on what the episode is about. I'm going to sing the long version because I deserve it. Okay. In between the lines, there's a lot of obscurity. I'm not inclined to resign to maturity. If it's all right, then you're wrong. Embrace the deception. Learn how to bend. Your worst inhibitions tend to psych you out in the end. Oh, what a good one. Oh, it's so good. So my number one is a really, really weird one. It's the only instrumental song that I picked on my list. But it's, I think, in a lot of ways, the most one of the most iconic instrumental theme songs of all time. And it's been sampled like crazy, including a Fall Out Boy song. I went with The Munsters. Uh, with their little surf guitar. Oh, yeah. What's 
song is that Uma for? Thurman. Um, they sample it for the yeah. Uma Thurman. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Like Uma Thurman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, and Julie, you said Malcolm Middle was the honorable mention. Yep. All right. So what was the honorable mention you had, Kathleen? Oh my God, I have so many honorable mentions. Okay, then um, I'll just <laughs> say my one, and then we'll jump back to you. Okay. Um, this one, my memory of this is. You know, I'm in the basement. I'm watching Fox because The Simpsons is on. But then The Simpsons are over, and this show comes on that I have no interest in watching. But I do want to listen to the theme song, and that show would be Cheers. I always took some time to listen to the Cheers theme song. Wait, what's that one? Where everybody knows your name. Oh, yeah, that's good. (laughs) I like that. That's a good one, yeah. Never watch a single episode. Maybe while I'm locked indoors for the foreseeable future, I'll watch the 11 seasons of Cheers. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so Hannah Montana was on an honorable mention. I also had That's a Raven. Rocket Power was a good one. That oh, always hyped me up as a kid. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, I can remember being like, again, that was the kind of like American Horror Story. Like Creeped Pretty Little out. Liars was kind of creepy and scary in the beginning. So every time the theme came on, like, got a secret, can you keep it? I loved it. Wow, that's a And then I Zombie was my last one, which is a good one. The I Zombie I like an original good. one, but, yeah. you know. Wow, I'm like getting scared thinking of Pretty Little Liars. I know. That's good. Oh, it's so good. It wasn't even just scary in the beginning. It was scary, like, throughout. Like, I'll never forget I know. the one episode where they were in that, like, doll. They were in that, like, doll shop. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. it's the, it's the most far-fetched show in history. Yeah. Like, it's Plot Hole City. Yeah. That's where it's based, that show, is Plot Hole City. Oh, my God. You live-tweeting the series finale was forever my best memory. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go find that. I cannot believe I watched that as a loyal fan all seven seasons. That is like that like shows how loyal one. Do you remember in high school like we had like watch parties? Yeah, and like all of the guy friends were in it too. Like they, (laughs) I know. I I loved Pretty Little Liars. Just goes to show, even though as as much as someone or something can hurt you, you just stick by. Yeah, exactly, or let you down. Yep. all right well that wraps it up for today thank you everyone for listening continue to stay home stay safe i really stay entertained really hope that i can see kathleen soon yeah me too i miss you both miss you miss you miss you i really want to kiss you but i can't six seven eight triple nine eight two one two This has been My Favorite Episode Of. My Favorite Episode Of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. listening to the Geekscape Network. You get the best of quarantine. We're not chilling out at all. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We got to figure. All right, you get the best of quarantine. <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting <laughs> inside your house. What rhymes with house? Mouse. No, it was. Mouse. Uh
it's boom. Yeah, that's it. Boom. And then mix it all together. Wait, wait, okay. Oh, Best of quarantine. Hanging out at your house. Yeah. Fighting or staying. Hanging out at your house or fighting with your spouse. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 